the way the holidays are celebrated in North America are very different from the way the holidays are celebrated in the Caribbean. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie, and in this episode, we are starting our short mini-series on Caribbean traditions. It is December and the holidays are upon us. And although 2020 has been a very challenging year, uh, to say the least, it's still the holidays and I see looking outside there are bits and peaks and of traditions that are coming out, um, whether it be those who are lining their houses with lights or um, the parking lots getting a little more crowded as folks um, cultivate their Christmas haul or Christmas gifts. What I wanted to bring attention to is that the way the holidays are celebrated in North America are very different from the way the holidays are celebrated in the Caribbean. And I wanted to take some time to be able to look at the Caribbean traditions that we practice in the diaspora as well as traditionally in the Caribbean. I found in my own experience and my true love for the holiday season has nothing to do with the gifts or the Santa Claus. It's really about what the holidays provide us with. It gives us time to be able to spend with family, being surrounded by those that you know and love and care about, being able to sit down and just talk with them about any and everything. In our household, we would do play games, decorate the house, make up dance routines to whatever tunes, play board games, and of course the traditional, the cooking and the baking of the black cake. We're now three generations deep when we bake um, black cake annually. And that's an exciting, for me, it's very exciting to know that it's something that my mom would do and I would watch to my mom and I being able to do it to my mother, myself, and my children being able to participate in the tradition of baking the rum cake and just knowing it's, it's, it's so important and being able to share that among, among a lot of other things. My mother had a way of combining the traditions that are practiced in North America with the Caribbean traditions just to keep us, I wouldn't say in line, but to keep us connected to our roots and Knowing this and being able to share it with my my children is very powerful. So I wanted to take some time over the next few episodes just to share the different Caribbean traditions that are, we have. And of course, share some stories. So let's get started. First things first, while many of the islands have a lot of similarities, there are also a lot of differences when it comes to celebrating um, the holidays and those holiday traditions that we carry out on an annual basis. However, the consensus throughout the Caribbean is really spending time with um, friends and family. So it's really about family, faith, and 
basically those two are the main things. There's family and faith. In that, we do a number of things and we celebrate in different ways. So first, let's take a look at how Puerto Rico would celebrate the the holiday season. For them, it is not about the December the 25th, the um, Christmas day per se. For them, the holidays are about what they refer to as Three Kings Day, which is celebrated in the tradition for the Latin American, in the Latin American tradition, where they celebrate the gospel according to the three kings that came to visit uh, baby Jesus and the unique gifts that they brought. So now what they do is every evening from December the 25th, um, leading up to the actual holiday, which is celebrated on January 6th, they gather with their families and friends and it's about eating and live music and of course the holiday spirit and that is laughter and family and togetherness and all of that is how the holiday season is celebrated in Puerto Rico. Next, let's take a look at how the holidays are celebrated in the Bahamas. Again, they celebrate after the December 25th celebration of North America. In the Bahamas, they have what's called the Jokuno Festival. Now, the Jokuno Festival is held in NASA and it is a very unique and colorful experience. It's an annual festival that takes place on Boxing Day, which is December the 20th to 26th, and also on New Year's Day. Now, during these celebrations, the locals will dress up in masks and traditional colorful costumes and parade through the streets. This tradition is said to stem from slavery times on the island where the slaves were given three days off for the holidays and to celebrate they would do this with singing and dancing and that's how the Jokono festival came to be. Let's visit Mexico for a moment because their celebration is a little bit longer. Their celebrations run from December the 16th to December the 24th. Their celebration is called Las Posadas, and it honors the journey that Mary and Joseph take, took from being refugees from Nazareth to Bethlehem, and as well as the birth of Jesus. This celebration takes place every evening in the festival and includes the children dressing up as angels or shepherds and a procession that goes throughout the town where they recite scriptures and sing Christmas carols to um, the onlookers who are usually perched in their doorsteps to uh, watch this this take, take place. And on a nightly basis, they had mass services where um, there are lots of sweets for the kids and of course, a piñata and other gifts for um, as part of their celebration. While we can continue to share with you the Caribbean traditions that are celebrated, we're going to spread it out over the next few episodes so that we can kind of align the celebrations with the episodes. And of course, now I want to share some great stories with you. So I say crick, you say crack, crick, crack, crick, crack, crick. Let's get into it. Our first story comes from Puerto Rico. It's called The Brave Little Ant and the Goat. There was a farmer, we'll call him Don Ramon, and his wife, 
Donna Maria. They lived on a farm and they grew corn. They worked very hard. They, you know, would cut the rows. They would plant the corn, watch them grow water, weed, do everything that they needed to do in order for their stock to grow and grow well. They were not rich people, but when they would try to do their best with what they had. And for some reason, a goat would always come in and try to eat all of their corn. And they've tried many times to reason with the goat and, you know, explain the hard work that is put in and that they needed the stock to to feed their, themselves and their family. But the goat would just threaten them by pointing its horns at them and continue eating and eating and eating. And the couple became very frustrated with this goat. He was literally eating away their wealth. So a tiny ant offered to help get rid of the goat. And the only thing the ant wanted in return was a tiny sack of sugar and a tiny sack of flour. Well, they thought about it and it seemed very reasonable. But they were afraid for the ants because the ant was so small compared to the size of the goat that they thought that the goat would simply just trample the ant and that would be the end of that. But they trusted the ant and waited for the results. And this tiny little ant climbed up onto the goat and went right by the goat's tender belly and began biting the goat. And the billy goat began jumping all over the place because it couldn't get rid of this itching and, and, and stinging that it was feeling. It rolled all over their fields until it stopped out of exhaustion. And it was full of itching. It itched, it itched, it itched. It, it, it was so horrible that the goat just left and never returned. And you see, the ant came back and said, to the couple, Don Ramon and Donna Maria, that little creatures need to be able to think and to solve big problems. The goat was gone, the corn was saved, and the ant received a small bag of sugar and a small bag of flour for all of its efforts. This next tale is from the Bahamas. It is not a Christmas tale. However, every story has a lesson that we should learn. This story is called Why the Serpent Has a Cleft Tongue and Crawls on Its Belly. Snake is not satisfied with his appearance. He looks around at all the other animals and sees all of their features, their fur, their wings, their scales, their colors, and he wants more features than the strong legs and speech that he had been given. So he convinces his cousins, Cayman, Turtle, and Lizard, to come with him to see the creator and complain. The creator decorates their backs with the leftover colors from the skies. But Snake still wasn't satisfied. While others have all these beautiful, intricate details, he wasn't satisfied with that. And he hints to the creator that perhaps his work is not quite done. The creator is a little bit fatigued and wants to get some rest. So Snake goes away that day and he thinks about it and plots with his cousins to go back the next day. 
Snake goes back the next day with his cousins and return being very disrespectful to the creator, calling him the creator of unfinished creations. What about wings? What about uh, fur? What about other things? He's not finished. Angry now, the creator flashes lightning. And with that, he flattens Cayman's head and cuts off Lizard's tail. Well, the cousins flee for their lives. The creator then makes the ungrateful, envious snake the most unfinished creation of all. He is forever taunted by having eyes that stay open, a tongue that is split which cannot speak, and to have to crawl on his belly. So when he complained that he was unfinished, he was truly an unfinished creature. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What Good. Join us next week, Tuesday, as we upload new episodes for your enjoyment. As you know, we're going to be continuing our journey to looking at the holiday traditions from across the Caribbean for the month of December. And we're hoping that it would help to get you into the holiday spirit and spending more time with your family, sharing those traditions and having those conversations that will continue long after the episode is over. As we always say, gather your family and your friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and as always, Wa good.